right after the screen. I will start off. Hey, good evening, Talking Fight fans. Welcome once again to another issue of the Friday Night Panel. On the Friday Night Panel, we have a very special guest joining us, Chris Bird, all the way from, where are you calling in from, Chris? California? Do we have audio? Dang. Do you have audio? Go to your settings button. Chris, we can see you, buddy, but we can't hear you. And also joining Chris, we've got Golden Roger, we got Mike, we got Christian. Let's hope oh. that Chris can fix that oh, up. The mic is off. We are the There he goes. Don't touch anything. Hey. Right there. Okay, welcome, Chris. How you doing? Oh. Oh. All right, I'm leave you in good hands. Roger, have fun. Hey, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, we've got the most experienced boxer coming up and climb up in the ranks from from amateur to winning a silver medal to winning a super middleweight championship light heavyweight championship cruiserweight championship and a heavyweight championship the one and only ladies and gentlemen i call him the benjamin button chris bird <laughs> Chair, the Chair, welcome. Chair, welcome. Welcome. How's it going? Doing great. How are you living, champ? Everything good? I, I didn't hear. What was that? Did you live in good, champ? Everything nice? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I can't, I can't complain. Not oh, at you, all. Look, you, look, you look super excited and in good shape, man. I, I hear you might be getting back in the ring. Might. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm 50 years old, and I got talent. Year old, I got the eight year old Kia baby. So I'm I'm ready to fight. Wow. So so you say you're saying um you you you're in better shape than the, the Tyson Jones fight those guys were at. Totally different from me. That was old. They old. Yeah. I look old, but I fight. He he ma he makes fifty years old look like twenty five. That's what Chris is. He's twenty five years old right now. He's made better cheap than I am. That's ridiculous. All right. So Chris, what? Tell us. Tell us what's uh you know tell, what's your strategy? What's your game plan? Um, tell us. Give us your story. How did you get into uh, boxing? Uh, I got into boxing. My father was a – he used to box. He had a gym. I'm the youngest of eight kids, five boys, three girls. So I was destined to, to box big time, especially wow. being the youngest and watching my older brothers box and looking at them. And even my sister, she won two world titles. My mom wow. and, the, and my corner also. So I, I had the box, you know. That's that's what the family do. Had the box to survive, man. Just to get breakfast. <laughs> oh, we did. <laughs> they play any other sports, just box. Right. Yep. So, uh, so Great. basically, so you you t talk about winning the silver medal. Give us your tutorial. Oh man, going to the medal. Going to the pros, give us some stories, man. It's all you. 
Okay, I'll give you something. Like, I um, my journey really, like, from amateur, I wasn't really good when I was little. My brother Patrick was really good. My brother Randy was really good. I was just a baby watching them fight. And then as I got older, I got a little bit better, a little bit better watching my brother, brother's box and my father coaching, my mother in the corner. I wanted to win, I wanted to win trophies and medals too. And then my brother Patrick was like, man, you getting better and better and better. So he made the Pan Am Games in 1987. The next year, I'm in Olympic trials. I'm number two in the nation. I'm, I'm killing it. I came from nowhere. And from a, right. after that, I'm U.S. champion three years out of the four from 1989 to 92. I won U.S. championship three years. I was in the finals one, one of the years. So it's four years from the 89 to 92. And then making the Olympics. And then in the Olympics, man, I fought five, five times. Fought Mark Edwards first fight. I remember every fight. Go Alexander Lovesiak from the second fight. Amani Dini, the third fight. I beat him. 21 to 2, 16 to 7, 21 to 1. I'm killing these guys. Fight your boy Chris Johnson, Canada. 21 to 3. He beat yeah. me twice before that. I got his butt back. Got him back. And then in the finals, man, I fight Ariel Hernandez. He wins the 96 Olympics also. He beat me in the Olympics. 1-1 after the first round. Computer scoring. 4-4 two, two, four, four after the second round. And I lose wow. 12. 12-7. And I thought I won. Eight. He scored eight points in the last round. I only scored seven the whole fight. And I, I cried like crazy. George Foreman, son, keep your head up. And I looked at him, literally. I looked at him and said, you want a gold medal in 68? How you going to tell me to keep my head up? I'm yeah. crying. I'm going, I'm like, really? And then Vernon Forrest. Y'all remember Vernon Forrest? Yep. You remember Vernon? So Vernon yeah, was an Olympic team. He lost the first night, the first day of the Olympics. And he came in the locker room and he said, man, we waited our whole life for this. At least you going home with a medal. I'm not going home with anything. Right. That put it in, in the perspective for me. I'm like, hmm, we waited our whole life for this. We, me and Vernon was at junior camp. We were little kids. Mm -hmm. All the way now we're at the Olympics. I make it to the finals. And I'm complaining. And this man lost the first fight. After that, I'm like, nah, man, it, it's not that bad. At least I knew, at least I came home with a medal. But right. after the medal, I, how crazy that Ooh. I'm probably the only Olympic medalist in history, history of, of amateur boxing to never get signed. I want a silver yes. medal, and everybody, even in my own state of Michigan, the promoters didn't come in and try to get me. I had to fight my way, I didn't get a signing bonus for the medal. Uh, I fought in the nightclub. I get paid my first two fights, and I had to fight in the nightclub. My next seven fights went from the nightclub to the to the big arena. But I'm I'm the walk-in bout. The first the first fight, I'm Olympic silver medal, fighting at heavyweight now. Wow! First fight, and I get discovered on USA Tuesday Night Fights. They tape all the fights. They said, "Where where has he been?" Because I I put it on this guy really good. Where has he been? And then I started my making my way there. Fighting on USA Tuesday night fights. But the problem so, was, I'm fighting on USA Tuesday. I'm sorry. I want to get this part in. I was fighting on USA Tuesday night fights, and nobody wanted to fight me. Everybody mm. started seeing how, how, how I was. Nobody wanted to fight me. So, 
So how long tough. after winning the silver medal? How long after winning the silver medal did it take for you to get signed? I never got signed. You never got signed. Even with a with, with an impressive amateur an amateur record of two hundred and seventy five and ten losses, and you didn't even get signed. That's that's incredible. Chris, you. Chris, you've talked before about. Yeah, well, so well, you've talked about go after the Olympics, going pro. You've mentioned uh, before that you spent a lot of your pro career fighting at a weight class that was heavier, considerably heavier than what your body would naturally be comfortable at. So yeah, you then uh, you said you did that on purpose. Uh, you know, worked yourself up to that weight class. So uh, what was the decision process behind, you know, saying I want to be fighting, you know, at the low side of these uh, heavier weight classes? And what kind of toll did that have on your body? All kind of toll. I didn't know it as a, as a 22-year-old putting on all this weight, eating all this, this trash food just to put on weight. I didn't know anything about lifting weights and all that stuff. I started mm. lifting a little bit of weight. I didn't have any money. So I'm buying protein, borrowing money, buying protein. My goal was I will be the best heavyweight. I didn't, I didn't even know how I was gonna box. If, if I tell you the story about how I actually fought, you'd be like, really? My bro, it was my brother. He went out and asked um, some people. He, he ran across a guy that owned a laminating business in Flint, Michigan. He he went out. He had some flyers. He said, "Man, I'm a I'm a avenue's business for money." So we can so we can start a career. I'm like, what's the money for? I mean, you need to start a career. He went out, asked a businessman on a lemonade business. He said, I got a venue. I don't know anything about boxing. If I get some help, I can put some shows on. Boom, my father knows boxing. Next thing you know, we're in a nightclub, 250 people. I'm fighting that heavyweight. I didn't care where I was fighting, as long as I'm fighting. I made six hundred dollars that night. $600 Olympic silver medal. Wow. And then I got That's disrespected my whole, the rest of my whole career. I never got paid right. Never. Everybody was cutting me. And I wasn't, I'm at heavyweight and I'm not the cast guy, I'm not the big guy, the Tyson knockout guy. I'm the finesse guy. So it was tough. So, so the politic game in the in the United States was huge then in boxing, what you're saying. Is that why you weren't getting paid right? Because of all the politics and all the all the promoters and everything. Well, the uh, thing is, the reason why I wasn't paid, I wasn't, I guess, considered exciting. I'm bringing, I'm bringing a little man version to the big man weight class. I'm a little man fighting like a big guy, but I'm fighting big guys. It, it, it didn't mm -hmm. make sense. I can, I'm not a puncher, but I got good defense. See, I, I don't know how they can say you weren't exciting, man. You, you, you're known as rapid hands. Come on. Yeah, but right, your hands quick as lightning, man. I don't know. I, I, I watch your fight. I, I watch you fight one of my favorite men, Andrew Galata, and I watched that fight. That was a badass fight, man. I'll tell you, you and Andrew Galata. That was a huge fight. Yo, trust me. He, he was my he was my favorite. That's the first time I ever heard of you. I used to watch Andrew Galata, and I seen you bring it to him, and that's what made made me know who you were. They, hey, they don't, hey. they don't want no smoke, Slipmaster. No. Wait, can, I yeah. tell you a, can I tell you a story about that Galata fight? Yes, please do. Please do. I'll I'll you. So I, I'm in, the, I'm in the, the, the walkway waiting to go to the ring. Uh, John Ruiz fought Fresno Kendall. 
everybody was booing. They were booing like crazy. Just two styles didn't mesh. And I see Don King in the walkway. And the look on his face was like, man, and they were booing this show. Everybody booing. I said, I'm going to save your show. And I know he was looking at me like, how you going to save my show? You're not a puncher. I said, watch. <laughs> and me and Galad, that's what fought him like that. Off the road, fighting back. Hey, that was one night where I got a sand ovation. Of course, yeah, there wasn't no seats in the place. It's all good. <laughs> Yo, it was great. That was a great fight, man. I'll tell you, that was a great fight. Fans, fans watching, man, trust me, go back and watch that fight. And I'll tell you, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, man. So, loved it. what about uh, obtaining your first, all your titles? Let's talk about the first title, which was a super middleweight championship. No, I never, I fought as super oh, no, middleweight. Oh, no, heavyweight. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Only two fights, and then I went to heavyweight. So my yeah, first yeah, one was yeah. Vitaly Clinton. Ten days notice. Ten days notice. I was going to mention this, actually. The ten days notice I was going to ask you about. because One of the things we like to ask boxers that come on this show is, if you had to step into the ring right now, how long would you need from sitting where you are right now to train to step back into the ring? It's one of the things we like to ask guys. And I'm, and I'm reading about this. I'm hearing Klitschko, ten days notice. And you walked in. Yeah. Mm. And outlasted in nine rounds. Yes. I'm a 35 pound weight difference. 35 pound weight difference between you and Klitschko for that fight. Wow. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Jimmy McClay 56 pounds. (laughs) But then fighting Vitaly Klitschko, the 10 days notice. It was surreal getting to Germany. It was crazy. I never seen him fight. I, I don't know how big he is. I heard of his brother Vladimir. He won '96 Olympics. So and then you fought him. You fought him next. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Vitaly. Let's talk about Vitaly right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. But I fought his brother, and then I, I knew about his brother, but I didn't know about yeah. Vitaly. So I'm like 27, no 27 knockout. It was first HBO fight, so I was a sacrificial lamb. I wasn't picked up doing anything. This would be killed. Everybody thought it. Matter of fact, when we, when we went to the middle of the ring, everybody started laughing. Think about that. Yeah. They started laughing. I was like, okay, if I get past four rounds, I'm in this fight. That's all I thought. If I get past four, get to the fourth round. Eight rounds later. I'm Please, bird, please, bird. be careful for me. You had to be in the building that night. The energy was crazy. They knew the giant was about to fall. He was wow. getting slower and slower. He, if you know you winning, why would you quit? Man, I had so many injuries. You don't quit in boxing like that. But I get criticized for him throwing out his shoulder. But I'm still I'm no, I'm the new WBO champion and got major disrespected. The w- WBO treat me like trash because they, oh. they didn't expect me to win it. And now they throw me in. Was Vitaly was going to fight his brother next? Why am I fighting his brother next? He's my mandatory. That don't even make any sense. And I say, okay, I go back to Germany and fight him. And he he beat me really good. And so Vitaly Klitschko, he's a tough guy, tall, hard to fight, but my style threw him way off. Right. Creep. Cream Hackett, a Canadian boxer, just said, "What's up, man? How you doing?" He just fought. Yeah, out. yeah he's watching. He just fought out. No, no. what's up? Yep, yep. 
Get it. Uh, I'm the best in the world, man. I'm excited. I'm gonna be the best in the world. Right. I'm gonna be the best me. So you making a comeback? Yes. 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 Coming back at middleweight. I was fighting at heavyweight. Now I'm coming. I dropped about 50 pounds. I'm back to my original weight class. I feel I came up to age on how I feel. And I'm ready to fight all the young guys. I want to go the Legends League. They, that's old to me. And I'm a great. I'm, I'm not the guy with a great. Yeah, no, no pillow fights for you, eh? <laughs> no. <laughs> that ain't no pillow fight. I'm ready don't, to let, don't let those guys come no. knocking on your door, Mike. Yo, don't it's okay, man. It's okay. I'm down. I've never a good battle, man. It's good to see that you're in such good shape these days, Chris. As uh, recently as a couple of years ago, uh, in interviews, you were talking about having both your needing both your shoulders replaced. Man, when, when I go to that subject, that that's when the the dark cloud come over. You like really? Oh, uh, yeah, we're not trying. We're not trying to bring the rain. We're just just uh, you know, curious a little bit about the journey that brought you back to uh, the ring. Man, um, in two thousand nine. I can't. I had uh, nerve damage in my foot. It's called neuropathy, and it's the worst pain you can go. I mean, it's so bad. I wanted to cut my foot off. I wanted to cut it off at the leg. They they kept saying phantom pain. Phantom pain yeah. is you think your foot still your foot cut off, but you think it's still there. I said no, you can't cut it off. Then I'm not gonna go through this pain. I don't have my foot. You crazy? <laughs> Went to doctors. Wow. Had a crazy. I mean, I had a. A trip in LA, suicidal, going crazy. I'm going through all this all these years, not knowing anything. It was mainly the food I was eating. I'm so my body's super sensitive. And I put on all the weight, so I got all this fat on me, and now I'm coming out with all this pain. I then both my hips go out, then both my shoulders go up. I'm not doing anything, and everything's falling apart on me. And then I had to make a change. I changed my diet, changed the way I was thinking, changed the mentality I had. It's time to get it back. And then my whole goal is to come back at middleweight in my life. I don't care if I was 100. I'm coming back and get my world title. Wow. I don't care. So now is the time. Now. It's that's now. That's it's time to get it. Time. Sounds good. What did you switch the diet up to then? I'm excited. I, 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 um, all natural. It's a doctor called Dr. Sebi. I don't know if anybody heard of him. He has, yep. you know, all the electric. My body is so electric. Is I got energy all day. That's why I'm so hyped right now. I, I can fight right now. Like, on this show, I can go grab an opponent, go grab either Triple G, he won a silver medal Olympics, or Saul Canelo Alvarez. That's who Whoa. I want to get in front of. Everybody. Oh, he's slick. He can do this. You will see the biggest shit down in boxing. Watch wow. me, watch me fight. I'm getting everybody down. I'm the old Canelo. man. You're a 50-year-old man. I will wow. be three-time champion. 60, 68, 175. In my 50s. And I'm manifesting it. That's lofty goals. But, I, man, I want to reach every one of those goals. I said goals high standard goals so people look like this hmm he can't what he's too old 
But watch when you watch me box, you're gonna go. Your, your, wow. your resume, your resume speaks for itself, man. You, you I might have to try this wow. diet. You fought the who's who's, you know what I mean? Get a time of COVID, man. It's time to to be excited, to inspire, to get inspired. I'm I'm so hyped. I can't believe I'm back. I can't. Yeah. I can't believe I'm back. And it, it's like the biggest gift I can get. Because I'm back at my original weight class. I fought at heavyweights. My mentality is you're a little guy. I don't care yeah. about you. Right. I don't care about that. I'm going to walk right through you, too. Because if I took my shirt off, you'd go like this. Damn, you are going to walk through me. I'm rocked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't a puncher at heavyweight. And now Chris, I get a chance to be the that middleweight. Chris, how was it fighting in Vander Holyfield? Walk us through that. Mm, Vander Holyfield, smart guy. But honestly, I can honestly tell you, when I look at styles, I've been boxing styles five years old. Like I said, I came from a boxing family. When I look at styles of boxers, I know where I'm a really performer, who are, how I'm going to perform, and who, and what they can really do with that style. It's all about the style matchup. And with yeah. Evander, he Styles likes the guy. Fight. Style make fights. He like a guy that come in there. He don't like a boxer guy moving. I lost handed too. My brother Patrick before the fight said, "Man, this is probably going to be one of your easiest fights." Mm. I mean, Evander was hurt. He's forty at the time, and they right. say that was that was. You know, he's a little older, but he fought Jerk Foreman, who was forty three when they fought, and he said that was his hardest fight he ever had. And I'm like, no, he's ready to fight. Don't don't give him no excuse, like because he's 40. I'm 32. So hey, let's get it. I, right. I beat Evander. That was I gave him actually some slack. And, I, and I'm telling you the truth. I, mean, I was I was just playing, moving, touch, slip, slip, move, move, move. I had him so frustrated in the mind, he didn't know what to do. He was like, okay, what do I? I mean, what do I do? So that's how that fight went. He's a smart guy, though, because he, he would do certain things in the ring, and he's very strong the first four rounds. But, you know, the talent took over after, the, after a while, and then, you know, I went a 12-round you know, decision, which it was, like I said, one of the big three. Vander Holyfield, Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis. At least I was going to fight Lennox Lewis. He gave the build-up. I mean, he gave it up because he didn't want to fight. Ooh. I don't care about all. I don't care about all the excuses. He walked away. He did. Saying. He walked away from that belt. Yeah. We know what's up. We were in negotiations before all that stuff. And he, and my lawyer said, he ain't going to fight you. He's not going to fight. Amanda Stewart said it. He said, he's going to fight him. He's crazy. We won't fight him. I'm 208 pounds. He's 255. I'm truly a middleweight. He didn't want no smoke, want right? You don't want no smoke. That's that fire in it, too. Yeah. Let's get it. So now, when I come back, fight me. Fight right now. I can tell you this. Right, guys? I'm telling you. I'm not meant to cut you off. Right now, Oscar, Floyd, Bernard Hopkins, all these guys already saying no. Already saying no. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Now the young guys, what are they going to say? They're well, coaches. What's going to happen, champions? You're going to get in there and teach them a lesson, aren't you? The professor is back. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. 
That's it. Get these, get these young guys in the ring and show them what you're about, man. Yes, my skill set is still really good. I mean, I, I, I'm going to brag on it. I, I'm still really good. Like, when I'm in the gym, every, everybody come watch this show. Like, man. And mostly, I'm fighting off the ropes. I fight mm-hmm. off the rope. Like, that's my playground is the rope. I the, love The rope and dope. Matter of fact, I got a guy right now I'm sparring with. He, every time I go to the ropes, he go to the middle of the ring like, no, nah, no. Nah. He said like that. He go like this. <laughs> <laughs> he don't want none of that. <laughs> and then when we get to the middle of the ring, he's like, hey, I'm with, I rope, want you to get back on the rope. <laughs> rope smoke. Rope smoke. <laughs> No, yes, I know rock smoke. <laughs> so, Chris, Chris, with all this training that you're doing right now for your comeback, do you have time to uh, train any students under your belt? Like, you got you got any fighters that you're tutelaging right now? Mm-hmm. Not right now. You, you hear what I said? He wants to make a comeback. He's calling. Yeah, I said, yeah, that's what I mean. He's calling I said, on Triple G. Who else would you face? Yeah. Who else would you come on your comeback? Your campaign comeback, Chris Benjamin Button Bird. Who else would he be fighting? You like that? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Reverse. Like, who else would I want to fight? Yeah. Or you, who else? T- five, five current fighters right now, world champions. Call them out. World oh, Walker. call them out right, right now. Right now. Can, you know, of course, Triple D Canelo. That's, Canelo. Those two, definitely. Demetrius yeah. Andre, he's the big man of the division. That's who I really want to get in front of. Just get in front of. Let's see. Demetrius he's got the Andre. Best yes. Uh, you know, Charles, who, who the champion? And, and, the, and the kid from uh, the champion from, where is he from? Japan, I think. Um, Morata? He's all the middleweight champion. I want all, all the middleweight champion. No one. <laughs> all the, and then all. No, and then all the super middleweight and then all of the light heavyweight champions. I want those three in my okay. 50s. Love the goals, man, but I, I think I can do it. I think once can. I win a middleweight title, I'm going to do straight to super middleweight. Yep. Then I'm going to light heavyweight. Then I might try cruiserweight and try to win a title and have that series of world titles all the way up like I was supposed to have in my first career. But I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't do it in my second career. So I'm excited, man. This is going to be a second, great time. Second time, around, second time around is more fun, though. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, you'll be putting the weight yeah, on I'm smart fine. this time, not eating it. Yeah. How, how, how yeah. are you doing sparring yeah, right yeah, now? What, what was that? I'm sorry. How are you doing sparring right now? How do you find yourself, your timing, your rhythm? How are you doing? Yeah, Are you clicking right now? You... So, well, I can tell you this. Um when I first came back, a young boy, 19 years old, was I said, get the best guy. I told a, a trainer, I true, said, get your best story, guy. because True I was story. Running. True story. Okay. And I've been hitting the bag, hitting the mitts a little bit, doing my thing. I have been in the ring in seven years. Because I was firing when I was in pain. And then when my hips went out and then my shoulders went out, I can't spar anymore. And that was the last seven years before I sparred this young kid. We get in the ring, man. I thought I had it. I got my butt handed to me. <laughs> but throughout the sparring, I didn't get hit that much. I got my butt mm. handed to me. My arms locked up. I couldn't throw punches. My legs locked up. Mm. I was I was in bad shape. I'm, I 
I'm thinking, man, my whole body, but it hadn't been hit on in seven years. But that, I wasn't going to quit. I said, forget that. Next time I spar with him, same thing happened. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm not getting it back. Probably mm. the fourth time we fired, it started coming. And I'm like, uh-oh. 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 If this back, like, like I think it could, it, it, it came back better. I'm better than I was in my first I mean, I'm slicker. My reflexes are crazy. I'm telling you, you come watch me. You can watch me. Watch me. Yeah, watch me box. You can go like this. Wow. Because my whole thought is, I want to make you miss more than I want to hit you. Yeah. Defense. I work on my defense all day. Just to, that's what I want to do. Now I, I can throw combinations, put hands on you, do all this stuff. But I'm gonna make you miss. I see everything coming. I see wow. everything. Quick, I, quick, and quick. And I'm nobody give me a lot of props. Only when I came back. When I left. Nobody talk about me on the top 10 list of defense, on toughness. Yeah. Think about toughness. I'm fighting guys 40, 50 pounds bigger than me. Facts. I'm, I'm not tough. Hmm. I'm on Facts. nobody's list. But now I'm about to be on everybody's list. There you go. Everybody. I will be the greatest in sports. Everybody going to talk about me. They have to. I'm 50 years old. Wow. I'm the female. 50-year-old who I'm phenomenal at 50. 50 feet. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Chris, phenomenal 50 bird. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, it's truly, truly an honor. Any, any more questions, guys? Fire away. Fire. I'm, I'm ready for it. Rapidly. I can talk about some fights, brother. I talk about this crazy. I mean, I had, you know, you have. I, I'll fight. I, I, I can be a booty. Get ready to fight. I, I can be a booty. Everybody Tell was. I, I told Max Kellerman, I'm gonna lay on the ropes with him. He's too slow. This is to me. It was easy. Cause I look at him. I'm like, I'm thinking he'll never hit me. And then 15 days before the fight, my brother Joe's fine with him. Cracked my rib. My mind went to a whole nother level. I'm thinking, man, me and my wife arguing. She said, why are you fighting? You crazy. I said, nobody want to fight me. I can't make any money. At first, I used to like that nobody would fight me because I can brag. And then after a while, you're not making no money. Yeah. So I want to fight you. And so I have to fight. I had to fight. Stuff happens. I, I, I was shooting dice and uh, I crapped out. Uh, I got cracked. And so, that's just heavy box. Stuff happened. Hey, I took the chance. What was your what was your toughest loss to come back from? Ooh, toughest. Vladimir Klitschko the second time. The second time, right? The second time. That was that was the hardest. Was that the hardest, like mentally and physically, to come back from? Oh, big time. Because I was I was a little bit older. I had the best training camp of my life. I mean, I had the camp of camp. And then I get into the fight and lose it on the on the walkway going to the ring. I lost it mentally. If you watch me fight Vlad the second time, I didn't sit back and box. I was trying to take it to him. It was like an ant trying to take it to an elephant. You going? I could I couldn't push that man back for nothing. But I'm trying to fight him. That's the only fight after I lost. My father came in and shoot me out. He never yeah. he, he wouldn't say anything. He he's like, "What the heck were you doing? You didn't train like that." 
what were you doing? You just let this man hit you and blast you? Where your defense at? I said, I know I lost it on the on the catwalk walking to the ring. I just thought, okay, I'm going to war. Because I've seen um Samuel Peter fight him yeah. the night before. And I'm thinking, okay, I can I, I he heard him and rocking him. I'm gonna do the same thing. Cause I was just I was just arrogant at the time thinking I could do that. Man, he wore me out. <laughs> he beat my butt so bad. I was embarrassed. <laughs> he uh, I had a chance, another chance to fight Vladimir Klitschko. That was my second fight. But I had a chance to beat both Klitschko brothers. That chance, ah, I gave uh, it up. I got in the ring with him. So that's a, that was on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for a comeback, who would you, how far, um, how far are you for a comeback? match like how many weeks away and who would it be if you okay. had an opportunity to come back oh I, I i'm a realist about it honestly why would i come back i haven't fought in, in it'd be 13 years in may 13 mm-hmm. years spire can be great all day long but you got to perform in that room when the when the camera's on the people watching i gotta put on put it in work so my thought is, do you fight hard right off the bat, go for a world title, or do you just – because I, I feel like this. I'm going to fight top 60, so I'm going to take my time. Yeah. And tune up, yeah, something to work with. But then after like one, if I feel good after that first fight, give me somebody in the top 10. I mean like high. So the next fight, I'm fighting for a title. I want to win a world title quick. I want to win a tw- world title in 2021. I may be fighting in May right now. Possibility. If they said April, April, mid-April, the first of May. So something really big to something really wow. big. Like in a big venue, everything on a big card. So I'm so excited. You, I got, me, you got me excited, man. You got me excited. Yeah. Let's get it, guys, man. Let's go. Oh, let's get it. Definitely. Definitely. Fans, you heard it here first. The comeback right here, man. Yeah. Comeback. Comeback. He's going to cut it. Hey, hey, check out the gray beard. Check out the gray beard. You get gray beard. And the reason I say gray beard is because I got a healthy bird line coming out with the gray beard. All my is healthy bird is all the food I, I've been eating. Yeah. When I was, Coming back in pain to get me back. I'm putting that all out there. You you pay. like you like you like um the grandmaster in boxing. You know those Chinese those kung yes, fu yes. shows. Yes. <laughs> Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? You gonna yeah. come in? You're down. <laughs> too slow. <laughs> I will oh, beat dude. you. <laughs> My combo. <laughs> that's just a bad uh, connection on a Zoom call. That's all that's yeah, right. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Old Kung Fu shows, man. So, Jim, Jim, when you when, when you fought your last fight back 2009, um, what made you decide to like hang it up? Was it just like health-wise? Like health reasons or Nothing. Nothing. You just. It was my wife. That wasn't time, intended to be like. It's a woman, isn't it? <laughs> my wife at the time and my lawyer already had me retired. 
after that fight, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm not done. I feel good. And then the next, within seven months after that, pain in my foot. And I and I truly think because I, I stopped boxing. That was I know the food was bad, but that had to be a part of it too because I was so depressed. I'm sitting there thinking I boxed my whole life and now I'm done. I can't. I couldn't take it. So I fired everywhere. I was firing with everybody. I didn't care. I was firing. My foot would be burning, and I just fired because I love boxing so much. And I fired with everybody. Two hundred fifty pound heavyweight. I went one ninety, one ninety two. Sparring with 230, 240, 250, every, every, everybody, middleweight to heavyweight. I sparred with everybody. And then my hip went out, and then my shoulders went out. I was like, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I also I read somewhere that you, that, that you suffer uh, post-traumatic stress disorders. Um, that's, a, that's another thing. How, 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 was, how was it coping with that through, through all this? Man, it, um, that PTSD, man, was... Yeah. Just trauma. And when you go through chronic pain, you would try anything. I mean, literally anything. Like when I tried urine therapy, hey, I'm talking about it. I had to do it. I they said it helped. I tried this. If they told me I had to eat my own feces, oh. if I help you, when you're in chronic pain, it doesn't matter what it is. If you in real pain, you'll try anything. And prescription drugs didn't work for me because it made me suicidal, depressed, and then I have to go to all natural. And when I went so, to so, natural, so, so man, Mother Mary Jane, right? What what you did is you went to the pharmacy and you said, "Forget that, I'm going to the farm." That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. good. Forget the pharmacy. Yeah. I'm going to the farm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Going to the original. The farm. They put C at the end of farm. Nah, yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> you see? Farm, yeah. you see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. And how are you feel? Okay. You talked about your doctor, Dr. Sebi diet. It's an alkaline diet. Mm -hmm. Um pretty much yep. what people that don't know what that is, it's basically natural uh, substance. Can you talk about your diet? Yeah, uh, man, I, I I don't have to eat that much. Like today I ate, <laughs> all I ate eaten today was a handful of walnuts and probably four dates. Both, both the walnuts and the dates are electric. I energy all day. I mean, like I can have energy. My body has over the time I've changed since I changed my diet, uh, almost four years now. My body has changed so much to where sometimes I don't even think about eating. Eating to me is third is the third thing on my mind. Usually, it's the first thing on somebody's mind when they get hungry. Once I get hungry, I know how to get past the hunger. It's just hunger pains, and then you're not hungry no more. I don't have to eat. I fight. I fight the hunger. And without eating, especially non-electric foods. Non-electric. No pain. No pain. No, the more you empty your body, the less troubles you're going to have because the food just ravages your body, man. It, it'll tear the body up. Especially if it's not it's not meant to go in the, the human body like that. This is all man-made food. Where'd it come from? 
Mm. So it's our after three or four after three or four ingredients. If you can't understand the rest of the ingredients, why are you eating it? Because that's mm -hmm. going in your body. If you really care about your body, that's going in your body. And you gotta go like, man, it's gonna do something. Yeah. That's how I that's how I look at that's how I look at food for me. So and, so and I know just so sad. The difference between okay, so electric foods and non-electric foods. Mm -hmm. You're pretty much saying electric foods is what, like fruits, veggies, um, raw nuts. Yeah, uh, raw raw almonds. Raw. On, especially Doctor Sebi Sebi list, he got uh, two kind of nuts. What's the other nut? Uh, Brazil nuts, and they're electric. And I and I can tell you, the food. Look how I'm acting. I got all this energy. I never yeah. act like this. I, when you eat, you you tired. I'm asleep. If I eat something, I'm wide awake. I'm like this. Okay, let's go. <laughs> it, 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 I all kind of caffeine, and I'm just I'm ready to go. I got all this energy right now. I got to do something with it. So I that's why in rock, it's gonna be on, man. I'm telling you, twelve mm. rounds. These young boys, I, I, you better I, I get, get on this diet, man. I get I gotta get like, on this eating habit, man. I eat. I go to sleep. <laughs> I eat a sandwich and go take a nap, bro. I'm like, uh, <laughs> if I had a handful of nuts in four dates, mm -hmm. I'd war that'd be me warming up for the dinner, man. Man. <laughs> go plant-based, Mikey. Go plant-based. <laughs> plant-based, Mike. Plant-based, eh? Well, maybe I'll try it one day. Wow. Mm. So you looking to fight the end of May. You heard it here, folks, first. Chris, the Benjamin Button Bird, comeback. That's it. The first, uh, guys, the greatest comeback in history. Guys, we're getting to that time. Our producers are going to start to cut us off. Any last questions for the champ? Christian? Uh, no, I think you, you, you've, got, you've, you've covered most of my stuff, uh, champ. I'm, like I said, I'm glad to see that uh, you know, you're back, you're moving. You've got more energy than the three of us combined somehow on a handful of nuts and a couple of figs. Yeah. Or a date, whatever it is you're eating there. So you know, we're going to be uh, we'll be we'll be monitoring your your upcoming uh, comeback closely. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, man, for sure. Get a couple more fights under your belt. I want to I want to see you back here on the Friday night panel after everyone else has taken notice of you in this comeback. Yeah, definitely. Roger, any last questions for the champ? They will hey, take notice. Golden Roger here. To people and the viewers, thank you for oh, tuning Roger, in. That's the guy right there, man. Hey, man, Chris, you the guy, man. We, I can't wait to oh, see you fight, bro. Hey, we've been talking. He did this, hooked this up big time. I love it. That's love the man you, right man. there. I got to give him the props. Thank you. This thank is you so much. Awesome. I love it. You guys, awesome. man, this is a great show. Oh, hey, appreciate hey, it. Thanks for coming on. Yo, Roger, great. Great again for bringing them on with you. Christian, mm -hmm. thanks again. Champ, we love you. Honestly, yo, man, you beat Andrew Galata. You beat Andrew Galata in my mind, believe me. He was my favorite. We beat him in real life, too. Thanks for coming on the show, brother. We're definitely going to track your, track your progress. We know you're not done. We'd love to see you back soon, man. Fans, watch his fights, man. Watch all his highlights. You're going to love it. Chris Bird, the champ. Jab that like, hook, subscribe, knock those comments. It's a Friday night panel, man. Remember, talk and fight.
TV. Peace. Dogs.